0: Do you have my 30 days of content strategy yet? If you don't and you don't know what this is, it's actually a free resource to you. I wanted to give the gift of really, again, clarity, because that seems to be my word of the year so far, but clarity on what to post on your social media to build a relationship with your potential clients. Because ultimately, that is what is going to lead to more bookings rather than just not really knowing what to say or knowing what to do. Oftentimes, I will see the most beautiful work from a stylist, um, but they will have, you know, a really short caption on there and it really doesn't give their potential customer a glimpse into who they are as an individual and when somebody's going to be sitting in their in your chair for a couple hours, they want to know if they can vibe with you or not. So, I think that is what a lot of hairstylists are missing is and it's hard to know like what to even do to start to build that and it, it can feel kind of awkward to put yourself out there like that, but the 30 days of content strategy helps you to do that in a much easier way and it's kind of a springboard to start to get you out there more. This is the perfect little segue, um, of dipping your toe into the magnetic marketing masterclass or course, actually, which is going to be released sometime in the next couple months. And we will actually be building on that and make it even more targeted for you and your clients or your potential ideal clients. So for now, you can go ahead and check that out. It's totally free, again, you can get that by going to the Impactful Stylist Instagram and clicking the link on the bio and you'll find it there. So today we're going to talk about basically how to recession-proof your clientele. I really feel like you can either be in one of two camps. You know, I think we can either throw our hands up in the air and be like, oh, my gosh, we're in a recession. You know, like, I'm going to lose all my clients, this, that, or the other. When in all reality, like, freaking out about, honestly, anything that's out of your control is just not going to be helpful to you at all um, in the long run. It's just not something that's going to be beneficial to you or your business or your mental state. So I feel like after being in the hair industry for about 23 years, um, I feel like, you know, I've seen a lot of ups and downs in the economy. And what I can tell you is like, anything that you're struggling with, like financially, this too shall pass. And the best thing that you can do, because if you look into his, like just throughout history, period, you know, there are, and I mean, I'm talking back as far as like before the Great Depression and different things like that. It's fairly normal for change to happen throughout history. And, you know, things change, the economy changes. And then from that, You know, new innovations are then birthed into the, you know, existence. You know, it's one of those things where if you choose to look at it like, okay, this is something different that I have to shift and change how I do things. You know, a lot of people are shifting their budgets. They're shifting how much, you know, they're spending on when they go out to eat or they're doing different things like that. And, you know, I think sometimes for me personally, I it's actually just made me a lot more aware of where I'm spending my money and not being so thoughtless with it. And that needed to happen, honestly. So, you know, you can, you don't want to fall under that camp where you don't shift and change with what is going to be best for you and your business. And one of the ways that I have been screaming from the rooftops, at least within my salon, with my uh, the rest of my team, is you know nowadays especially, you know, and it's not like this wasn't imp- important before. Let me preface by saying like client retention has always been important and trying to create a really amazing experience for your client has always been important. But I challenge you to ask yourself, like, in what ways can I make my client's experience even better when they come in? Like, how can you really hit it out of the park? Like, not only on a technical level by just totally nailing their color cut extensions, whatever it is, but it's even in the little details. Like, when they come in, for instance, like at our salon, we've always been really big on because we do a lot of extensions, people are there for a lot longer we've always tried to think of every little detail that they might need while they're there. Like maybe it's extra phone chargers, a laptop desk, blankets. Cause you know, sometimes people are cold. Other people are hot. Um, We even had electric blankets for a while. We take those out sometimes in the winter time. I'll probably break those out. We put them away. Like, whenever COVID was happening, because you couldn't really wash them that easily. But that's aside from the point. But anyhow, um, and even if you're not in a position to where you're like, I am not trying to like, do all of that, like my clients aren't with me very long. You know, maybe it's that you're going to One thing that we like to do at the salon as well is if somebody has a gloss that's sitting for a couple minutes at the shampoo bowl, we'll get like just a towel and put some really hot water on it and squeeze it out. You know, totally don't burn your client, but just a warm towel like across your head while your gloss is processing, like on your hair, just feels really good. And like I'd gotten these lavender eye pillows from Amazon. And they're really easy to actually throw in like a UV sanitizer to clean off after you use them. Um, And then I just ordered some newer ones that actually have like a cover on them and you can take it off and throw it in the washing machine. So I got both of those off of Amazon and they were pretty inexpensive and reusable. So like you can have that lavender eye pillow on their eyes when they're laying back in the shampoo bowl, letting their glaze process. I mean, like, I'll have a client who's got all that and she's got her blanket on. She is laid back. And, you know, I feel like a lot of our clients are moms. They're busy. You know, this is like one of the only times that someone is taking care of them. And I think we have to really realize that. And, you know, some of you might not just your clientele may may not be primarily women. Um, but. I'm speaking to just from my experience, but there are plenty of other things that you can do. You know, whenever you, even if you're serving a male clientele, maybe you're a barber. Um, there are so many things that you can do. I know one salon I worked at a long time ago when I was assisting, um, we would put a couple tea drops of tea tree oil on like a warm towel. And like, then you would drape it over you know, it was, if it was a guy, you would kind of circle the towel, like kind of around his face, leave a little nose hole where he can breathe stuff like that. But I know there's plenty of other, like while you're doing the shampoo, some guys were not into it. They'd be like, oh, that's okay. But other people totally ate it up, but they loved it. So, I mean, clearly if you're doing a lot of women's hair, most women have makeup on, they're not going to be down for that. But you can think of so many different things that aren't super expensive to level up your client experience. It doesn't include like using some expensive type of treatment or something like that. Like this can be something like these things are like small things that really clients love it. I mean, our clients, most of our clients are just like they live for it. Um, not only that, I feel like when you can be just really attentive to your clients' needs while they're in your chair, you know, just and it took me a while to do that. I feel like when I was new in the industry, I was just more, I was probably really deep in thought about what I was doing to their hair. So much so that maybe I wasn't as attentive if they looked like they were uncomfortable or, you know, maybe they were cold or, you know, even asking them like, is that water pressure okay? Or is the water too hot? Is that temperature okay? Different things like that. Can I get you a drink? Anything and everything that you can do to make them feel more comfortable is going to, you know, it's going to speak a lot to them. And, you know, even just kind of making sure that your conversation still revolves around their hair. I think sometimes we may get too comfortable with clients and you just kind of forget, you know, they're there to see you for a service and asking them like, how did your color work out the last time? Is there anything that you would like to change? Do we need to change anything? What about your cut? And, you know, I know we did this the last time. Did that work out okay? And, you know, opening up that conversation helps so much. And don't be afraid to get their feedback. Like their feedback is what's actually going to keep them in your chair. And like, that's the most, if there's any piece of advice I can give you right now to really like, if you took nothing else from this, like that last piece right there can ultimately, it seems backward because a lot of the time we don't, there's a certain part of us that doesn't want to get that, like what's like a perceived rejection almost, but it's not like it's, it's a gift. It helps you to get better at your job, better at listening, better at consultations, better just in general, you know, building that relationship with that client in particular. So that is another way that Ultimately, that's probably, in my opinion, the number one thing, even if you don't do all the extra, what I call the frou-frou stuff, just being open to feedback and asking for it and not talking over your client when they go to give you the feedback, because I can tell you, I used to do that. So (laughs) speaking from experience, and then I might wonder like, well, I wonder why they never came back. And it's kind of like, well, you ask them a question and then, you know, talked over them. So a lot of these things are so important. And sometimes we're just not even aware of them. And, you know, the more that you can get your head in the game when you get to work every day. And remember that person that's coming to you. They're coming to feel good about themselves and to you're going to make them feel better. And like we are, you know, artists, we're healers, you know, we're so many different things. And when you can really step into your power and like understand that and really, really not take that for granted and, you know, pour into that experience for your client, it makes all the difference in the world in creating a raving fan. And so when someone has an experience like that with you, they're going to of course, they're going to tell their friends, they're going to tell their family. And really, like, one thing that I did not start until I started doing extensions, and it really changed my outlook, was even like a week after my client comes in, like reaching out to them, asking like, hey, how's everything working out? You know, I know we did a different color or whatever, like pull some key thing from that last appointment and work that into your text or audio message. I send everybody audio messages, and. I think it's just quicker and more efficient and they can hear your voice. But the more you will reach out and follow up with people, that's another way to ask for feedback. And if there's something that they don't quite love, that gives you the opportunity to bring them back into the salon and make whatever adjustments are needed. And you guessed it, keep that client in your chair. Because sometimes people will not say a single word if they're not happy with something. And that doesn't mean that you're a failure by any means. We are human. We, you know, heck, they may not have been very clear. We may have thought we understood. There's just so many different variables that can happen. Or maybe the hair just did something you didn't ever think it would do. Either way, it doesn't matter. But when you can bring them back in and, you know, not be weird about it, you know, act like it's no big deal at all and because it isn't and when we can shift our mindset around that, then I think it makes it, it takes the pressure off and then you're building that relationship and making them understand that they can tell you anything and that you're going to do everything that you can to knock their hair out of the park, and gonna be real with you guys most most clients I don't think are used to that. um I've had so many clients tell me when I started doing extensions like I've never had anyone reach out to me after getting my hair done to ask me like how it's going? Or do I like it? Is everything working out okay? And like, I really appreciate that you do that. And I've had clients that, you know, maybe I got done doing their color. And to me, there was something I didn't like about it. So I told them, you know, we talked about it. I made an adjustment. I would make time to make an adjustment to their hair. And I've had clients say, I have never... I've had, I'm more used to having stylists like rush me out the door. And, you know, and then that puts the client in a weird position where they feel bad if they have to reach back out to you and say, hey, I, you know, this turned out a little different than I thought it would. And, you know, is there, what can we do? And, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've never been that stylist because I have. Like, on a million other occasions. But as I've gone on in my career, I've figured out like that is just not it. That is too stressful. (laughs) It's just actually a lot less stressful to to address it right from the beginning. And again, like you're going to keep that client in your chair because they're really going to appreciate the fact that you took time out Because most people realize, like, sometimes things aren't going to go the way that you thought they were. And when you can own that and be like, hey, this just didn't really work out the way I thought it was going to. So let's look at the schedule and see are you able to stay longer today? Do we need to bring you back another day? Like, and, you know, taking into account your own schedule. That's really going to speak volumes to them. So, and, you know, don't be afraid. Even those clients that you're like, oh, I don't want to follow up with her. I feel like she's going to nitpick it to death or, you know, just different things like that. Don't be afraid to reach out to them. If they're a client that you dread or they nitpick everything to death all the time, Um, maybe they don't need to be on your schedule anymore. And this is a good little test. And when we can even own up to the fact that we don't enjoy doing that person's hair and they are super nitpicky and negative, maybe they don't need to be on our schedule. Sometimes the money is not worth it. So I feel like that's a really good gauge. And a lot of the time we are our own worst critic and we think that the person's going to send us back this message saying they hate their hair or this that or the other and a lot of the time it's completely the opposite so try that on for size definitely follow up with your clients think of all the little things that you can do for them while they're in the salon things that are like no cost to you and just really again, making the conversation about their hair, not so much about our personal lives and different things like that, but really educating them on how to style their hair or asking them what kind of challenges they had with their hair since the last time you saw them with styling and whatnot. And when you can offer them ways to do things and you like you're actually showing them like that is huge when you take the time to do that it is one of the biggest things that really stands out to people because most of the time they may come in and they may not feel like they can ask you anything because they don't want to take up any extra time or they don't want to they think it's going to annoy you or whatever so I think nothing I think doing extensions really taught me so much more about really zoning into those things because I was not that hairstylist before. And I know there are plenty of other colorists out there who don't do extensions, you know, or someone who does hair cutting, whatever, whatever you do, I'm not saying you have to be an extension artist to like really be aware and conscious of those things. But for me, that's how it worked out. It took me a long time to really Zone into those things. And now that I have, I really not only do my clients love it, I take a lot more pride in my work. I take a lot more pride in just all of it. And I know that when I have that client that's just not happy with something, or, you know, if it's one of those things where we just can't meet eye to eye on how something should look or whatever. I don't feel as bad about it because I know that I've put 110% into everything that I've done. And that includes going the extra mile and asking, you know, following up with them, really making it a point to ask for feedback at every appointment and really making it all about them when they come in. I think when you can focus on trying to create an experience for them, that's unlike anything that they've ever had, you're going to definitely create raving fans. And that is what will get you ultimately through any economic up and down all around whatever it is. So thanks for listening. And I can't wait to bring you more episodes. So New Year's may have already come and gone. If you are feeling super unmotivated, like most people start to feel about this time of year, never fear, the goal setting a masterclass is here. So a lot of people will kind of feel, you know, that after Christmas, like all the holiday glow is gone and it's been said that when people lack motivation what they actually lack is clarity and the goal setting masterclass was designed to give you clarity on your goals in a way for you to break down what you will need to do and sort of reverse engineer into small actionable steps so you can work towards your goals and to stay on track. This is something that you don't even have to do just once a year. This is a thought tool that you can use several times throughout the year to maintain focus, still keep clarity in your life on what you want, because life changes. We have things that will happen or we may start to feel differently about something once we've achieved certain goals. So this is how you get clarity and motivation because motivation is not something that is going to come to us naturally all the time. But when you have small strategic steps that you know that you need to do each day, makes it a lot easier to actually reach your goal. So definitely check out the Goal Setting Masterclass. You can find that as a very low cost option right now for a really amazing class. You can find that by going to the link in my bio at the Impactful Stylist profile on Instagram. If you got a lot of value out of this episode and you're feeling led, I would love for you to leave a review or share with a friend, and don't forget to follow the Impactful Stylist on Instagram and Facebook.